To the Ether, today is Saturday, January 28th, 2023. Today on the Ether, part one of the two part space, the IBC Gang Late Night Lounge, Cosmos Spaces turns one year old. The one year anniversary. Jam packed, packed to the gilly willies with all of your favorite Cosmos personalities. Doing air quotes, personalities. Uh, it's a good space. Let's take a listen. Hey, Eric, what's up? What's up, Gaines? Just here putting the kids to sleep. Perfect timing. Yep. You gonna read them a book or what? No, I'm just gonna throw them in the bed. <laughs> what? You're not gonna read the kids a book? Not on the weekends. That's my time. Not on not on a space night, man. What's wrong with you? <laughs> true, true. Dude, I actually just like woke up from a like a little nap. Like a little twenty minute nap. <laughs> nice. I took a nap today earlier. I wasn't planning on it. it. Just kind of happened. It was nice. Yeah, yeah. We took my daughter to um well we, we did a little surprise party for her at this like bouncing oh, place yeah and uh she yeah. had a lot of fun but it wore me out bro because you know i'm old and i'm like <laughs> around bounce around and all these different angles and shit they don't have normal regular trampolines anymore you know at these bouncy places like the, the whole place is, that, is a trampoline right the whole entire place is a damn trampoline it, is it called urban air yeah that's what that's a yeah that's the place we have over here too in texas oh okay <laughs> Okay. Yeah, it's pretty fun. The kids like it. Yep, yep. Going on, Roma? That's awesome. Hello, hello. How are we? Happy awesome. birthday. Happy birthday. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> right. you survived a year of the bear market. Wow. Bro, we're still in it, dude. What do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean? We're going to the moon. Have you not seen? Literally, like minutes ago, we're pumped. Get out of here. We'll we pump. pumped from the lows of 23,000 to the highs of 23.5 and reject it again. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> going to the moon. Oh, shit. I didn't see that Bitcoin's, uh, yeah. Bitcoin's up a little. Not bad. Not bad. Reminds me of uh, 2018. It reminds me of 2018 when we had that, like, uh, Bart Simpson moment. The longest Bart Simpson moment, though, that I've seen. You know what I'm talking about, Finn? You know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Finn's the we one that caused it. The old Stegosaurus. That's what we used to call it. <laughs> oh, shit. And every time, every day, we got another spike. We'd all microwave five 
dino shape chicken nuggies and anyone that got a stego shape won the pot for that that week those were good days what the hell <laughs> what's going on finn though how are you bro hey happy anniversary to you i i don't generally remember birthdays or anniversaries or any of that stuff and i wouldn't have remembered this one except you reminded me so <laughs> thank you then when is, happy one year when was terra spaces anniversary uh october hold on uh yeah october the first anything posted was october 9th 2021 wow what'd you do for your terra spaces anniversary uh nothing just edited all y'all's fucking spaces <laughs> i didn't do shit i believe it dude no <laughs> i fucking believe it. i like it everyone's favorite thing now that they got me hooked on doing their weeklies they come out with these midweek specials you seen this have you seen this have you heard about this have you heard about this no so they do this thing instead of doing it once a week like we agreed on and i got paid to do then they like slip in a sly like oh no it's a it's a special it's a midweek special it, it's a one-off seen a lot it's of y'all do that it's it's special. just a one-off every week it's a weekly one-off midweek special and this, then it'll and then be you fun have the bi-week weekly special that comes in we don't fuck around when and it then, comes to content and then we have that's for sure and then we have like a new one right so we have our, our weekly recorded show and then we have the the bi-weekly weekly special and then of course um there needs to be a new weekly show that's midweek in between the bi-weekly weekly special yeah ideally the schedule is a a, a five day week weekly and then you cap off the week one on a Monday, one on a Friday. And that just gives you a nice like week sandwich there of just a lot of content you probably could have lived without hearing. So it's it's really, really satisfying. I just looked up some YouTube stats as of 2022, more than 500 hours of video are uploaded to YouTube every minute. That's insane. So, you know, we got some catching up to do, but we'll get there. That's insane. That's insane. Do you remember what the first Cosmos space was? Because I don't think I knew you guys like when you first started because I was in my little terrible. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Well, I don't know. Like the, the official first one was scheduled for like interviewing a project. I don't remember. Do you remember, Eric? All I remember is, you know, as like doing these trying to get some momentum for carbon and then i remember tricky and clay uh joined uh one of those early spaces and then you just started like planning them with them and so um i remember we did like two or three with them like and they were small it'd be like six people seven people joining and then we just had that first one that we were in where uh, Sunny came on and we were losing our minds and it started just getting huge. So like 
but I don't know if we were Cosmo Spaces yet. Were we in Cosmo Spaces when Sunny came? Yeah, he's that, talking about he... the first like um first official space for Cosmo Space is like well, well that, like that's an AMA type, right? Well, well were we officially... Yeah, because what I if I go back as far back as I can go on my archives is the first one I have of you guys is February eleventh, two thousand twenty two. So I wasn't that far off from when you yeah, guys you started. And that was the Nomad AMA. Uh, and then the next day, I was like, who are these guys? <laughs> All right. The next day, you had a two-parter with uh, Comdex. Good times. Good that was time. on the 12th. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. It's weird to like go back to the beginning of these month by month and like look at what, like if you go back February 25th, 2022, we have Dow Day. Exploring Dow Dow and Dow Up. That was a two-parter. Dow Day. Wow. Fantastic. And then yeah, you guys had the Cosmonaut Boot Camp and then the IBC Gang Lounge. That that looks to be like the actual show headings. How how many spaces has Aerospaces recorded for Cosmos Spaces then? Uh give me a sec. He's like the historian. That's crazy. <laughs> Yeah, he is. It's like we're digging deep into the library right now, the archive. He's pulling out this huge ladder, climbing up. Okay, okay, I got you. It's uh, (laughs) for the actual Cosmos spaces, 163. Holy, 163, dude? Yeah, does that sound right? That's just that I have tagged actual Cosmos spaces. So I was pretty good about categorizing and stuff so that that should be fairly close and i mean i'm sure i've missed some like in the year that we've known we've oh, been together like, here tons and tons that you've met that we've purposely not recorded that you know we didn't need to be recorded obviously right because it's more of like the just normal like banter stuff talking finn is the guy from uh, ready player one that works at the fucking movie theater you know what i'm saying like just flip you a coin. Point. Yeah. Like, hold on to that. You're gonna need that. Yeah, you're gonna need that. <laughs> I was thinking that, or the the dude from Game of Thrones that just wanders the halls, the scribe dude that's always like stealing books and shit and like fixing history. <laughs> Hell yeah. What's up, Sandy? Welcome to jump in anytime. Hi, I just want to congratulate everybody. You know, a year in the NFT space time is like 10 years in the real world. You know, just based on what's happened in just the past year, I look back and I'm like, wow, there were people who, you know, didn't really have a clue of what was going on so much in the NFT space. I helped them figure out their wallets, told them where to mint, do this, do that. They did this. And then it got to the point where they like turned on me, hated me, started talking shit behind me, kicked me to the curb. And, and now they just act like they don't even know me. And, and then, and then, and then it really, what really got my goat is reading people's like um, end of the year thing to see who actually remembered me and who thought I was shit and just didn't say anything. So, you know, um, it, it was a little hard being in the NFT space because in the real world, you know, I used to be a service writer. I, I helped my brother with his business, wrote cars. So everybody loved us. And and to come in the NFT space, my skin got thicker. I got wiser. And, um, and I learned a lot. And one thing that didn't change, though, is my love for the Cosmos community 
And yesterday, I think I screamed everybody's ear off when they announced in the Omniflix space that um, Cosmoverse is going to Istanbul because there's just, you know, last year, so many people from the Middle East or especially Iran could not come to Cosmoverse for, you know, financial reasons as well as, um, you know, visa and just, you know, not being allowed. A lot of countries, they don't let Iranians in no matter what. Uh, one of my cousins, she's an uh, she's a surgeon. She had money, n- nothing in the background, and for five years tried to get a green card in the USA, and and uh, she, they they wouldn't let her. So the only way she was able to be here for five years was to just get this like other degree about must, master of public health and pay like ridiculous amounts of money to this like pretend fake university. So she could be here and, uh, you know, her son could go to school. She ended up moving to Canada and she's much happier there. So the year in NFT space, uh, you know, just I've been in the NFT space longer, but just this past year, um, I, I, I learned a lot and I'm happy to see a lot of you are here. And, and yes, Finn is the historian and is going to be one of the most important people that they will look back upon history and, and see that, you know, what Terra Spaces did for us. and and all that. And, and I tell everybody, you know what, record your spaces. And based, and because of what Terra Spaces is doing for us, I've started a new um, art history program where certain artists that have collected their work, and I think they're important, I make spaces, I interview them, and I allow them to speak about their art. You know, not, you know I invite them to come. And, and you know what? That's huge. I mean, imagine if you could hear Picasso or Michelangelo, you know, talk about what he was thinking and what that art meant. So because we have these recorded spaces, um, it, it's encouraging me to continue this historical thing of recording and making sure that we get these artists. And of course, all you are doing it too with the DAOs. I like that Sandy's recording stuff. like you're recording legit artists and we're over here just recording like Beavis and Budhead, basically. <laughs> like, I, I'm glad that, that you take that shit seriously because your conversations are always super interesting with the, the art uh, history spaces that you've been doing. It, it, I, I like listening and editing those a lot more than just like a normal, like chill space. I find myself sometimes predicting what they're going to say next. I'm like, Oh, let me guess NFT staking. Oh, oh, how did he see that coming? Oh, my God. <laughs> but, yeah, it's it's Thank awesome you. that there's also other groups that do the content so that I can sit back and record the content. Because if I had to do what they're doing and what I'm doing, that would just not work. So I definitely I appreciate you guys doing the spaces so that I have something worthwhile to to archive, you know. And by the way, I have managed to get quite a few Iranian artists into the Omniflex space because I'll be honest with you, uh, out of the many NFT platforms, Omniflex really does a great job. Um, And, you know, there's all these other what's happened is it's like there's all these gatekeepers. and, And I don't know if these artists are just too young and didn't have real world experience, but I just want to like break something you know when i see all these artists you know running to these uh, gatekeeper platforms and and then you know what else is happening on top of that there are these so-called curators which i call fucking scalpers okay that's what they are because what they do is they sell the art of these other artists 
And sometimes they just stick it to them. They'll give them a certain percentage if they're lucky. And and I'm in the DMs and I'm in the Telegram spaces with a lot of these Iranians. And, 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 and so their conversation is, well, which curator can we trust to sell our art and give us, you know, a percentage of that? And, and that's the conversation behind closed doors. And I'm like, what the heck are you guys doing? Why don't you go to Omniflix or Object? And, you know, Omniflix is great because they don't keep you out because you're from some country. And, and the fact that they're there is good because if there's fake collections or somebody doing something naughty, they cut them out. They kick them out. So to me, that's like the perfect kind of a platform where, you know, they're not exclusionary, but yet there's like, you know, what we would call customer service in the real world uh, community. That's kind of interesting that, yeah. that you say that, though, because like the whole... I, I don't know, not the whole point of it, but like a big point of it is to be able to sell your own art. So it's interesting watching them kind of almost come like full circle back to art galleries and curators again. It's like, I mean, I get why they don't do it, you know, themselves and stuff. It, it, there's, you know, pretty high barrier to entries, especially if you don't speak certain languages and everything. But it, it just from an, uh, an outside view, it seems kind of amusing that like we just kind of made this to get away from that and now you're like going back there uh, it's kind of weird yeah i mean i understand money is important but let's not forget why we created this space you know this this decentralization you're right and and royalties you know it's like one of my other friends you know she's got oh my god somebody is copying her work and they're selling it on open sea she doesn't even sell that stuff on open sea but so she has to go in the DM and make tweets. Hey, everybody, help me get these, you know, fake uh, forgers, you know, out of OpenSea. Well, good luck with that. You know, it takes like forever to get response unless you're like a top artist. So anyway, the NFT space was an interesting and um, and I actually learned a lot. I, I'm all into about validators now and what are validators doing? Who are good validators? I got more interested in the governance part of what we're doing. So I got super nerdy these past four months and I like it. I love the idea of Sandy running a validator out of her house, just like bare metal, like nature intended. That, that makes me happy. <laughs> no, I don't think I would do that. I think what I'd like to do is like uh, represent a validator who's like established doing what they're doing. Cause I, I don't want to have to worry about this or that or connections and you know i mean i have really good wi-fi i live in southern california but i i I'm, i would rather be the person interacting with the people I, i'm more of a people person despite the fact that i go up to the mountains and just ignore everybody for four days out of the month just to recover but yeah i i, I like to i like to help people get going and and whatever if i if i believe in their projects i want to help them and my latest thing is I'm going to make a collection of vintage cars and I'm going to donate 100% of the proceeds to Cure GM1 uh, org, which is a nonprofit uh, foundation trying to find a cure for this hideous uh, genetic disease. And I'm also proud that after speaking with them and, and, well, they already were planning on doing different crypto things, people can now donate in crypto, they don't have to just donate in dollars or credit cards. They are set up to receive crypto. And I'm the first person who donated in the Tezos coin to them because every quarter um, I count up how much sales I had on my object and my Tezos NFTs. And I donate uh, 
20% or usually more to that organization. So a lot has changed. 10 years has gone by. I'm a little wiser. And uh, knock on wood, I managed not to get hacked this past year. So that being said, let's see what 2023's got for us. Did we lose gains? No, I'm here. I'm here. Oh, just we're for okay. kind of just making in. sure. <laughs> no, you're good. But uh, just in case this space does get rugged, um, I'll probably start one um, again with my, my personal account. Because uh, I seen that I was having a, a connection issue just a, a moment ago. Not sure what's up with that. I'm switched to my cellular on my phone. So I hope, yeah, hope it stays connected. But Sandy, when the heck did we meet? Um, was it through a Cosmos space that we hosted or was it one that uh, you were hosting? I I do remember it back when we, like around the time we probably first met was when we like, we were helping you set up a discord for your, um for your project that you got. Yeah, but we knew each other before then. I got into Cosmos yeah. Spaces. I heard you guys speak, and um, and and then it was like, um, oh my gosh, you know, we'll help you set up a Discord thing, and and then you reached out to me and said, you know, we'll help you do that. So, uh, yeah, I was in your spaces, and I was, you know, um, trying to find support for to see if anybody was interested in in helping us um, expand, and I was trying to get that organization, you know, the, the museum to um, expand into Cosmos. And so uh, the other founder didn't want any part of that. She just wanted to strictly stay in, um, in Tezos. So, yeah, I know we had a parting of ways. And, um, and the other reason was that, you know, despite what they said, uh, she's, she's using the museum funds to, um, you know, purchase art from herself. And and it just amazes me that nobody looks at the transaction history and the few people that I brought this attention to who are like active members of the community, they're like, shut the fuck up, get out of here. We don't like you anymore. They're like, we know she's <laughs> buying she's buying our art also. Don't ruin it for us. We got a good gig going on here. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> it. And and you know what? It was me. I'm the one who started that museum. I put thousands of dollars of my own money. I bought a bunch of art. I was like, let's buy art. You know, we'll promote, you know, we'll try to promote. Because back then, women only made 5% of the sales. And she's like, well, let's buy our own art. I'm like, no, no, no. This is a museum. This is the blockchain. People will check transactions. No, Can you no, imagine no, if, like, the Louvre, if, if the Louvre was wash trading? <laughs> like, that's what it kind of reminds me of. It's just like this big proper museum, just, like, swapping Mona Lisas and Da Vinci's and shit. I mean, I get it. The art world, you know, is what it is because rich people need to wash their money, right? I mean, originally, what do you do? You, you, you know, you buy a piece of art for a thousand dollars, and then you have a, you know, museum estimated for fifty thousand dollars, and 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 then you know they get a tax write off. You know, historically, that's what you know art has been used for. It's not just for you know children to go to museums and learn about the Mona Lisa. And, and I and I'm seeing you know just the same thing sort of happening in the NFT space, but I focus on the individual artist and the actual art. I'm not really big about these big projects, except for the Joes. I love the Joes, and the most fun, amazing, best collection is the Joes. Nothing else is like it. And you know what? That may or I don't know. It, it'll either be Beavis and Butthead or Dumb and Dumber, but it'll always 
be when they look back in history, they're going to make movies about the Joes. Hollywood or somebody is going to make movies about that because it just you know it it just spoke so much about what was happening in the space. Oh my goodness! Brings back memories of the thirty-five hour space. You jumped into that thirty-five hour space, right, Sandy? Jeez. Not for the whole thirty-five hours. No, well, I couldn't. Of course do that. not. Of course not. No, I could have. Although never in the beginning, I did when I first first got into NFTs and all this. I was not sleeping as much as I should be. And and I learned to get that under control. I think everybody kind of goes through that. And I warn people getting into this space. I'm like, dude, you know, you need to go to sleep. But there would be so many nights where I'm like, okay, I got to answer this tweet. Oh, I got to do that. Oh, I got to buy this art. And then the next thing I know, the sun is coming up and I haven't gotten to sleep. <laughs> so I, I stopped doing that. I'm like, you know what? That's not good. So. I would say that for the past year, that's only happened three or four times. And it's always on a full moon. Full moon's just the energy of the, and I'm so close to the ocean. I think the full moon energy just, you know, just kind of keeps me up. But no, I I have not been missing out on sleep because those tweets will be there tomorrow. I'll thank them tomorrow. So that, that I got over that. I learned a lot and um, sleep is important. We don't want to age sooner than we have to. And how cool has the uh, OmniFlix team been with you, right? They've helped you a ton with the, the NFT stuff. They are the best. And meeting them in person, I mean, they're like my cousins over there. I feel like they're <laughs> like my good cousins, you know? And and guess what? We're going to see each other again this, uh, the end of, I don't know, I guess it'll be the end of September. So, yeah, I, I'm, I'm looking online. I'm planning, you know, what am I going to do in Istanbul and I got to bring an extra suitcase because I know I'm going to go to the bazaar and buy a bunch of stuff and haggle. So, um, but I'm going to hopefully go to the hackathon this year too. I wonder if our friends from South America will join us. It's going to be a long trip for them. Oh man. I'd look at the tickets to um, go to Turkey. They're like $1,400 right now for a round trip. Uh, That's pretty pricey for one person. Well, considering that they don't charge that much, hopefully they won't because, you know, to buy the tickets for Cosmoverse last year, it it was almost free. It was just like, you know, what, a few atoms? And it included breakfast, lunch, and an early afternoon, like an appetizer thing, which is kind of like dinner for people who eat early. So the cost of the attending the conference was like negligible. and, And basically it was just your airfare and your hotel bill. So I think that the airfare will probably again be the most expensive thing, but I can't imagine the hotel and the other things being that expensive. So I'm going to plan, I'm going to plan for that. I definitely do not want to miss that unless they don't let me in there for some reason. So I'm going to try not to treat anything political that's sensitive between now and then, because you know what? The Iranian government, shoot, they got agents everywhere and I do not want to disappear in Turkey. Because I said some stupid shit. What about you, Rama or Finn or Eric? You guys gonna go? No. Yeah, you are. Come, come on, Rama. Uh, I'm not flying. I did like a lot 24 of twenty-four uh, or thirty hours to go to Turkey for Cosmoverse and then back. Not happening. I, I oh, asked my wife if she wanted to go with me. She's just like, no. But then? I'd like to go. <laughs> 
Vince just laughing. Yeah, no, I I did. I got my fill of covering conferences and like DEFCONs and uh, CESs and that kind of shit. It's fun when you're younger, but I'm I've I got all that shit out of my system. So I'm I'm happy to sit back and live it vicariously through y'all. Just what about just one final one, dude? Just one last. Oh one. no, I will. I will do one at some point. I just Turkey's not exactly on my must-see bucket list of countries to visit. I don't know. I'm sure it's beautiful. I've just never really had a. I've got a bucket list of countries that I want to go to, and Turkey's Fair not exactly enough. on it. But there, Eric, you going? Um, I told my wife if she wanted to go, but. Just said now, so uh, maybe can't hear Eric. You can't hear me right now. Oh yeah, he was talking. He already. I was like, "Why are you asking him again, bro? He already answered you." <laughs> uh, we're having Dead. a Twitter space bug thing. Okay, yeah. okay. Shoot. He maybe Eric normally. Uh, jump back in. Yeah, if you hop back down and then hop back in, it'll usually fix it. Get y'all on the same server. So hey, I got a question. When you started, y- you're one of the founding members or did you start cosmos spaces and who all was like the team then i assume uh, a year in a crypto bear market you've seen some people come you've seen some people go uh like what what where did you guys start who was it and where are you now yeah i i would consider myself one of the founding members um and it was it was um or it is tricky uh eric and i and um clay and Haas was one of the um members but he went on to like do his own thing um and now we have shroot and we have marty as our intern and also we have a devops team uh you guys probably don't talk too much because they're you know doing the devops kind of stuff which is is that the the ones that run the validator like when you guys started did you have a validator at first or was that something that came later that was something that came later then yeah definitely um but the uh first person that helped us start the validators were uh michael uh which is my friend that i met actually uh through the the uh the switchio uh a team or now carbon right carbon chain and uh also eric's friend jonathan is one of our DevOps. And then later on, you probably know him, uh, Finn. You know Marty, right? From like the, the Luna community. He's like, a, he's yeah, like, yeah. He's an OG. Yeah, Marty. And um, yeah. Yep. And then you guys spun up that. Oh, go ahead. I just want to say thank you because it was because of Cosmos Spaces that I learned about redelegating because I wanted to delegate my Atom to Cosmos Spaces validators and um and, and instead of doing redelegate, I pushed the other button. So I had to wait a bunch of days before I could, and then and then I, I think it was you little game. She's like, no, 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 you could you could just push redelegate. So every time I go to redelegate, I remember you that you're the one who taught me that. And and I just laugh at myself that, oh, it's because of them that I learned that I don't have to undelegate. I can redelegate. So yeah. I learned that it was either me or tricky or one of us, but I, I do think I was in that space for sure. I have a terrible memory. That's funny. That's something, no matter what chain you fucks with in all of cosmos, that's some shit that at the beginning you probably did. I know I did it. 
I was like, oh, you can redel. And then I fucked up the redelegation because in station at the time on Terra, it was worded weird. So I thought I was redelegating, but I was going the other way. And so then I was like double fucked. I had to wait. But yeah, we all that's on like the the onboarder list of things to let newbies know don't do or that you can do if uh, when you're trying to switch validators. Man, we spent so many fucking hours, guys, like um, doing the whole onboarding bit. You know, we were doing them on Wednesdays on the Cosmonaut Bootcamp and then Friday and then Saturday we would do the late night IPC lounges. Those man in the beginning they would go from like nine and 9 p.m all the way sometimes to like two three in the morning we would do them religiously every week i don't i don't know if we um asked you then to record every single one but i know you got some of those for sure yeah there's definitely a bunch of those up there and then i think the ones i started getting like actual weekly i think is when timmy started doing them the cosmonaut boot camps yeah because i think those were more recent ones hours and hours and hours of spaces but i've had a lot of a lot of fun doing them you know i'm sure you got some of those uh jim jimmy spaces too he, he was trying to request earlier but i'm like oh my god dude i i know where that's gonna go you can, can let, let jimmy up to to pay his penance for the the, the one year <laughs> so what is the one most important thing that you learned in this one year of doing this if you had to say Gates? Ooh, the one most important thing. Hmm. Ooh, while you think about it, I got one real quick. If 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 your influencer is telling you about the token, it's already too late. That that's the one <laughs> thing I've I've learned. You know what, Sandy? I would say, make sure you enjoy what you're doing. Okay, like make sure it's something you enjoy doing. Um, so like hosting spaces. You can host, you can host AMAs for every single project, but you might not enjoy it. So, I, I started shifting a little bit. I started shifting more onto like the um, hosting more spaces for community type of things, um, NFT spaces, because that's what I enjoy. I enjoy talking about NFTs. I enjoy getting to know people on like a personal level, right? Um, yeah, I'll do a AMAs obviously if it's like a project that that I that I as you know that I like, right. That I, that I, that I enjoy using. So moving forward, like just post more space that I enjoy doing. Uh, we got a big enough team though that we can handle like other projects that might request, uh, uh, to, for us to host a space, but think, yeah, Sandy, that's, that's going to be it. Just enjoy what you're doing. Does that make sense? Sandy? Just remember no good deed goes unpunished. My friend. Hmm. Hmm. That is huge, though. Like, that's something that doesn't just apply to, like, hosting these things. That's just, like, Web3 crypto in general. Just for the sheer amount of time that this stuff will suck out of you, make sure that it is something that you enjoy doing. Because whether you enjoy it or not, like, it's going to suck that time out. So you, you got to find the, the communities and shit you vibe with so that it is more enjoyable. And I think you, I think you know that, too, Finn. Like, um on your side of things up with terra spaces because i'm sure a lot of a lot of projects ask you to re record their spaces but it's just like it gets to the point where you're like like do i enjoy like listening to them speak do i enjoy it like really or not am i going to keep doing it mm -hmm. 
Yeah. And like, for me, I just have to, I, I just keep thinking that like, okay, not everything is going to be enjoyable for me. And like, you can probably tell in if, if anyone listens close, like some things are edited a little better than others. And it's the shit that I actually enjoy. Like I'll spend the time cause I'm listening to more of it, but the shit that I don't, I just like give it a quick once over. I'm like, good, done enough. Like, cause just because I'm not enjoying it doesn't mean somebody else out there won't. And like, just for an overall historical snapshot, I do try to be OCD about what I'm capturing. But yeah, there, there's definitely a difference between what I'm like actually enjoying listening to and, and taking more time with versus just shit that's just like not for me. And, you know, at least it's there. If someone else will enjoy it, if not, whatever. I didn't spend too much time on it, that, that sort of thing. And that's what like starting out, that was one of the harder things to kind of find like a happy medium with because I was just like meticulously editing everything and I was like fuck why am I falling so far behind I'm like shit I can't spend this much time on all of these and yeah it, you you figure it out eventually you get into your your flow and, and whatnot I just figured you just record those things and and have some kind of program where it takes that like you know static noise and then it's done. I had no you idea. You would think. You would think I, I would automate this oh by God. now. But, like, it just, all the automations just sound off. I, I don't know. There's something about them I, I don't like. So I just do it myself. It's just easier that way. But, yeah, at some point, Reese, Reese is working on it. At some point, my workload will decrease significantly. Hey, if I can hop in, I just wanted to say uh, congratulations to you guys. Um, I don't know if you see it. We, I mean, my name's Squidnall. I, I see and, it. Uh, <laughs> it kind of looks a little weird the way it's written, uh, but <laughs> uh, no, I really appreciate all the, the sort of the service you provided, you guys at Cosmos Spaces over the last while, last year, and also uh, you as a host. I think you do a great job of hanging back and kind of letting guests speak letting conversation flow and uh you know i think you tend to interject mostly to either ask a relevant question or like um, kind of move conversation along i think you do that in an effective way i have like a <clears throat> maybe this is only funny to me but i i like i listened to you on my personal account uh around a year ago or so i used to and back then on the osmosis discord there was like this little boy named Lil G, who was like 14 years old, who was, I don't know if you guys know what I'm talking about, but he was on this, like the Osmosis Discord. I never really spoke with him. I always thought it was kind of weird how much he like ch chatted with everyone there. But there's this like kid that was really into charisma, uh, uh, crypto, sorry. So anyways, the first while I listened to you, I always just thought you were like a child. Like, I thought you were, like, this, like, little boy with, like, a really deep voice and stuff. But, yeah, I thought you were, like, 14 years old for, like, the first, uh, I don't know, five or so spaces I listened to. But, yeah. Exactly who you're talking about, Signal. Um, he, he jumped into a space before, and I'm like, and I could only see, like, the name Lil, right? I'm like, what? Did he copy my name or something? And then I was talking, like, oh, okay, okay. You're the little G. You're, you're the one that hangs out in Osmosis Discord. Yep, yep. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I figured it out eventually. But yeah, I thought you were like just a child <laughs> for a long time. Uh, I was like, oh, pretty good work for a kid. Uh, but anyways, yeah, I appreciate uh, appreciate all the stuff you do. I just wanted to hop on and say, uh, great job. You know, thanks. Yeah. Thank you, Signal. Appreciate it. Dude. By the way, 
what you're talking about this age difference this phenomena is kind of something new because or, or in web three or gaming or whatever because in the old days you know you went to clubs or whatever there were adults there was like clear separation between children teenagers and you know and and, and the grown-ups but now we have blurred lines like you know like last year my son you know he, he likes to play these online games and then what they do is they're like talking to each other on discord while they're playing their game and then he'd come in at the end of the evening he's like yeah mom my friend he's divorced and he's got to take care of his two kids and i really feel sorry for him and and you know so so he's got like you know 35 40 year old friends that you know they're gaming and and they're telling him about life and you know, i mean they're not creeps or anything because you know He's old enough to understand to stay away from the creepy guys. But, you know, I, I just realized, you know what? The world is changing. Um, you know, children are exposed to um, the adult life and, and the inner thoughts and things that we're going through. And, and they're participating in adult life um, in a lot of ways that we don't realize. So I, I don't know how this will affect them. But, but what you just said about this 14 year old made me think about that. And yeah, by the way, congratulations, you guys keep going. You're doing great. You know, what's funny about that is like Twitter spaces is the new, like, um, you know, like online gaming. Like I gamed with people for like 12 years when I played world of Warcraft, like, and you'd spend 40, 50 hours a week with these people talking and you knew everything about them but you never saw them like ever. And it's actually really funny. One of the guys that I gamed a lot with growing up, um, we still like Snapchat and shit like nowadays, but none of us really play too much anymore. And I'm like, the first time I'm going to meet him is he invited me to his wedding uh, in like three months. So a guy that I've known for like 15 years who I've never seen, but I know like his intimate life details uh, the first time I meet him, we'll be going to his wedding, uh, which I just think is kind of funny. And it just like reminds me of Twitter spaces. Like we all spend all this time together in these spaces, but like outside of these weird YouTubers down there, like Cosmos Joe, uh, we don't really, you know, see each other. So it's kind of, kind of funny. That's a compliment, Joe. I invited Joe up here, but he's too scared to come up. By the way, I think the numbers are still skewed. I think there's a lot more uh, men than women in the space. I don't know why that is. I, I mean, I, I don't know why women don't find crypto or NFTs or Twitter spaces interesting. I, I do. And I don't know, maybe I had a big brother who beat me up and made me a tomboy. So I was kind of forced to pay attention to men things. But why is it? I mean, no, no, I love them now. This was when we were younger. I just have to go to the emergency room here and there and get stitched up because, you know, he didn't have a younger brother. It was just me. So, and we had a four year age difference. So when he did something, it hurt and it usually caused blood. So we had to go to the, but you know what? The good part is he taught me how to ski. He taught me how to ride my bike. You know, he did a lot of great things. And, uh, but yeah, I don't know why there are not as many women in the space. Well, it's, it's kind of a, it kind of baffles me. Why is that? Is it because it's not glittery and shiny? I mean, what's up? I got rugged so hard. As soon as signals started talking, I just like my whole app just got wrecked. But I did catch the part about Sandy asking about what's up with with the women. I actually I found an article, <laughs> and I uh, my feed 
just my AI brought this to my attention and I posted it in one of the, the group chats, but it's an article on Slate about how women are watching their husbands work from home and it's making them lose all respect for them. So I think that might possibly have something to do with it. I haven't actually read the article. I just kind of found it amusing and applied it to Web3 and, and kind of moved on with my day. But when you mentioned that, it kind of reminded me of it. And like, I think maybe because they watch their husbands trading these colorful cartoons all day and they've just lost all respect for them. Well, I mean, once guess. you know, oh, I guess they're not bringing the home the moves, made, huh? you, you know, you're less likely to eat the sausage. So <laughs> what was that, Sandy? You, you were going to say something? I, I, I was going to say, well, you know, I guess they need to see the moose get killed and dragged in and skin, you know, so I guess, you know, maybe it's like an evolutionary thing that, you know, the, the, the women need, need to see the hard work, you know, like when my dad would come home or my brother, you know, they smelled like grease uh, from the cars and oil and they were dirty and they'd have to shower and it was a very manly thing. And, but I don't know, uh, maybe you're right. Maybe, maybe like you said, sitting and, and doing glitchy art or, or colorful giraffes or whatever they, they're, they're like, that's not, by the way, it took my son two years to finally respect me. Because I now charge $100 an hour for doing NFT consulting. I'm not kidding you. And one of my clients is uh, works for the Saudi Arabian government. They got a project and they want to make NFTs. So I came home, showed him the $100 because I got paid in cash and the receipt. And I said, look, we have follow-up appointments. I'm getting paid. I'm not just sitting here around the clock, you know, buying and trading NFTs. This is real work. That's so awesome. If my mom would have came home one day and was like, I'm one of the max bidding Saudis consultants, like I would have thought that was probably pretty fucking dope. <laughs> well, that's that's when he stopped calling me an idiot, because every time I would say something, oh, I, I sold an NFT for, you know, and I made 50 bucks off that NFT. He's like, yeah, but all those hours you spent working, if you would have had like a job at McDonald's, you would have made more money. You're an idiot. And so I had to put up with that for like two years before. And, and you know what? My son's opinion is the only opinion I care about. I don't care what anybody else thinks about me. So I feel like I've reached a milestone. He doesn't call me an idiot anymore. And, and he respects what I do. So that's awesome. And uh, and I like to see you guys succeed as well. And I, can, I consider you all winners. Hey, Sandy, speaking about your son, um, is he now more involved in? Um... Web3, now that you're like, you know, basically spending a lot of time in Web3, or is he still kind of like... Oh, hell no. I'm not even allowed to say the word NFT. As soon as the word... He's like, that's it. I don't want to hear it anymore. No, don't tell me anything about it. Did he get grifted? Did did he get fleeced? Or like, why is he so... He just sees you spend... Yeah, he's 15. He he games. He buys... Well, the thing is, is I try to explain to him. I got into NFTs because I saw him buying these in-app purchases on my credit cards. Every month, he was buying... Uh, So I learned about NFTs. Well, I mean, I was into crypto, but I wasn't really paying attention to NFTs until I saw him buying these in-app purchases. And I'm like, wait a minute. Because he's like, well, they're unique. They're not going to make them again. I was like, oh that's an NFT. I should look into that. And that's when I went into the rabbit hole. So it's funny, I, I learned from him. But he doesn't quite, he doesn't understand crypto. He, he doesn't understand what NFTs are. And uh, no, and he all he understands now is that his budget for buying 
gun skins for CS are like has gone down tremendously ever since mom started shit coining and and flipping NFTs. <laughs> That's awesome. Very true. I'm a hodler though. You know, I mean, I, I I sell my own NFTs that I create, but I don't really sell other people's NFTs so much. I feel like I want to hold on to them and 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 they'll be worth a lot more down the line when I kick the bucket. So I I just you know when I'm when I'm gone and my son's got all these NFTs that are worth so much money, he's just gonna just regret every day that he like was hard on me about doing NFTs. So, he's gonna regret not asking you how to sell them when he had the chance. <laughs> oh, I know because he doesn't even want to learn. Like I want to show him. Like you know, there's this wallet. There, he doesn't want to learn. So I've I've written it all down. I've written all the instructions down. Because you know, it's not like I'm going to give my lawyer my 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 seed phrase and tell him to take care of this. So it's going to have to be him. Mayor in one of the uh, Joe chats reminding us the price of Adam one year ago. Anyone want to take any wild guesses? It was twenty nine fifty. So just uh, just want to throw that out there. Thank you, Mayor. Thank, Thank you for that. He sent me a DM too, and uh, immediately I just got flashbacks of when we started buying all these like uh, all these tokens around that time, and also got into NFTs and the Secret Apes. Just getting so many flashbacks right now. Thanks, Mayor. What's up? What's up, Joe? I thought you were scared. Hey, hey, no, no, I'm actually um, I'm playing in a gelato poker game right now. They they have a pretty cool setup. So, Joe, Joe, Joe. <laughs> But uh, congrats on the one year. I think it's pretty awesome. Um, you guys were super consistent, help onboard people. You guys had spaces all throughout the week. Um, you know, Marty's one of the cool people I met early on. Now he's part of the crew. I see Eric and Clay down there. I used to listen to you guys, Tricky, all the time, and uh, and even Haas on Sundays. Thanks, Ed. And you all, you started your journey too, right? On YouTube around the time we when pretty we pretty sure. Today, t- one year ago today, may have been my first YouTube video. It was like the last weekend in, in January when I when I did it. Really? Let me, see. Let me take a look at your channel. So uh, pretty, what, what, sure what my, did they... I think my first, my first video might have been minting a, uh, a secret ape. Oh, oh beautiful. Perfect. I, I'm going to check right now. What, what do they do on YouTube for your one year anniversary? Do you guys have like a, a big like YouTube? video party or like what do you what do you guys do over there i uh i look at myself in the mirror and i do uh i do this with the uh with my thumbs <laughs> <You just, laughs> fair enough fair enough and i say you know what if i spent the, you know because i probably spent like a thousand hours right like doing research and youtube nonsense and uh i was like i should have just did spaces more spaces is just more free and interactive but yeah i, I like my, i like the youtube stuff too but i'm gonna check my first video i definitely think it was a secret eight and and you can be in your um undies or you can be walking around the house without no shirt and hosting a space or even in the shower hell yeah hell yeah dude speaking of walking around the house with no shirt i can't wait to get my six pack ready for istanbul it's gonna be awesome what kind of beer you like me the beer that's like in my cup within arm's reach is the kind that i like I don't think they allow us allow six packs on the flight, bro. I'll drink tomato juice like a boomer. 
There you go. You know he's got a flask. He's got a flask on each leg, maybe two. Never he drank travels. out of a never drank out of a flask. Isn't that it's, it's a big uh, it's a, it's a lost opportunity, I think. Some say that. Some say a red flag for alcoholism. <laughs> I mean, either it depends how you look at it. You know, half full, half empty. I've I've only drank on a plane once. Oh shit! I drink on the plane as as, as much as I can. Anytime, any chance I get, I feel all right to drink on the plane. I drink on the plane. You got to. Not like it. I was. I would always just eat like enough weed edibles to get me through however long my flight was going to be. But I generally didn't take very long flights. I only went like out of the country a few times. Usually, just like short five-hour flights, which is pretty easily accomplished with a a good solid weed brownie or two. Do you do you uh, mess around with shrooms at all? Then, uh, you could say that. Nice. I've been known to. What do you, What do you need to know? You want to grow them? Oh how God. to eat them? I, what I What wanna, do you need to know? I want to oh. know. I like what What to do? Because I've never done mushrooms. It's the, it's, I've watched every episode of We Are Happy Plants on YouTube. I feel like I know Terrence McKenna, like you know, like the back of my hand, and and I'm just waiting. For my son to get older, because I want to have, I want to ask the mushroom some questions. And, and so what would, is there like, I'm sure there's different types of mushrooms. So what kind of, well, see, you're already, you're already, you're halfway there. Just having something in mind that you want to accomplish or learn from the experience is like 40% of the experience. Some people just like kind of treat it as, and it can be whatever it is for anybody. It just depends what you want out of it. Some people like to just eat them and go to the bar and get wasted. To me, that kind of seems like a waste. So I'm not like a big bar guy. Uh, so if you can have your mental prepared with something you want to learn out of it, make sure your set and setting is proper. You don't want any interruptions, any cops knocking at the door, like no weird that's going to like spiral you into a a bad trip and then yeah just have everything you need and and just strap in thanks generally your first time you want somebody that you can trust (laughs) i'm allergic to alcohol i'm allergic to all pain meds and and so i thought maybe i can have an opportunity with but you know what i do when i travel I always take zigzag papers with me i don't know what it is but i have made so many friends and I won't tell you who asked me for papers when I was in Cosmoverse, <laughs> but I made two really good friends in, in Cosmoverse because I always uh, pack my zigzag with me. And so um, I learned that in Jamaica. When I went to Jamaica was, um, you know, papers are expensive. And, and so when you travel around and, you know, you can't get in trouble for having tobacco paper, but boy, th- those good quality rolling papers, you will make friends. I know nothing about that, but good, good tip. Maybe I'll carry a few just in case. Just in case I got to put my like old piece of gum in something, you know, I don't know. Gaines, I lied to you. My, my, fir- my, fir- my anniversary is February 1st, not January 29th. Oh, get this guy off the stage. Get, get him out of here, bro. We only, yeah, we only have veterans up here on the stage. Shit. And it was net airdrop claim. That was my first video. What a fucking loser. It's, yeah, I'm looking at your channel. It says, um, is Netta going to the moon? Find out why. And then the next. Did you one, ever find out? 
No, I think I think my video should have been claiming Meta now. Should I sell it at two grand or should I hold it till it's eighty four dollars? <laughs> I'm just fucking. Yeah, it says claim Meta airdrop and supply liquidity on Juno. You spot. should do some of those like reflection videos and be like a year ago today. Here's what I was doing and here's how it ended up. I think that would be really fun, especially with how much fluctuation we've had in these charts. I think I think it would be great to pick like my five worst videos and then just do a a live stream of me watching it and just just blasting myself on YouTube. Dude, you have a group live Sorry, Finn, go ahead, bro. No, group live stream. Group live stream. I think that would be funny. I, 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 me, Finn, Don, I think that would be a, a good panel to critique my early videos done on a Chromebook. No editing. Um, yeah, yeah, my sister keeps rugging, but yeah, started. that would be great. Like, just do like a, a stream of you reacting to your own videos. Like, I think there could be something to that. Like, you and it should be like a, a panel, like you and Don Kryptonium, like in the PI, the picture in a picture view of you just watching like your top five each, like cringe worthy videos. He, uh, he, he's done that already. He already has has called me a pussy in one of his videos and had nothing to do with me either. He just brought me up in the middle of the video. He's very angsty, that one. Did you, did I've you noticed. You, There's certain things last... you can say to him and he'll go off. He'll show you a whole different side of that boy. His his last video was, was called uh, Luna Classic is Retarded. I was like, oh my God, this guy. Stay stay in Cosmos, buddy. Uh, I mean, he's, he's not wrong. Bait, you gotta clickbait him in. No, he, he, he's, he's tried to help me with that. And I just, I don't, I guess I'm not as creative as he is. I want to look at, I want to look at the, the folder on his desktop that has all those stupid fucking thumbnails of him doing these like oh, ridiculous oh, poses it. with no background. <laughs> he, he sent it to me. He sent me the whole folder. Cause I, when I made a video with him, I said, Hey, can you send me a picture? He sent me all like 40 pictures. He keeps them ready. He keeps that thing on him. Hey, you pick it. Your favorite here. You pick your one here. Favorite. Oh, he's like, thanks, uh, Don. Hey, Siri, send Joe folder number one. I actually had like a, a, a Google Meets chat with him, like, I don't know, sometime last week. And when he's not in Don Kryptonium mode, he's actually a, actually a pretty, pretty cool dude. I mean, I think he's a cool dude when he is in Don Kryptonian mode. So I guess I'm just a. Now, I, I see Robo down there. Robo, I am a Don Kryptonian fanboy. So Robo really just people kicked on, him out of the group chat just now. <laughs> people on uh, Twitter can't understand that he's doing a character, and I think that makes it even funnier. Dudes, dudes, Robo is Robo's the biggest, the biggest fucking fanboy for Don Kryptonian. I don't think there's any bigger fanboy. Is he? Yes. No. I might be, maybe Rarma second. No, that love's been replaced, man. He's got a he's got a, there's a there's a new kid on the block. His Ooh. name's his name's Bendy. Oh, Bendy, yeah, Bendy loves. Yep, Bendy loves Don. I, I think he meant yeah, Robo. Joe, really? I think he meant Robo, Robo Bendy, Robo X Bendy, best bros. I've been relegated. I'm in the old shoebox now. Bendy got the new upgraded shoebox. No. Oh, that's cold. That's, that's true. He did ask me. Piece. 
the other day I told him I was going snowshoeing and he's like with those like fucking tennis rackets that you wear. And I took a picture and I sent it and he's like, he's like, oh, imagine the shoe box that those come in. So maybe that's what he was doing. Maybe he was shopping for a new shoe box for his his boy Bendy. Can you imagine that shipment shows up and he just like tears it open and like gets the box and throws the fucking snowshoes away and he's all like happy he's got this new shoe box. Well, yeah, it's like uh, cats, right? They they like your bag and, and the boxes. You know, they they don't really like what's inside the box. They 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 like that. And by the way, my niece one time, her dad came back from an international trip. And he brought all these things for her. And the things she liked the most were the little alcohol bottles that they give you on the airplane. She thought they were just the cutest things. And she didn't care about the dolls or the toys. She, she liked the little empty alcohol bottles. Really quick, really quick, guys. Um, we used to do a, we used to do like this uh, telegram raffle thing, right? Uh, back in the old days. And uh, I brought Randy back up to help us do a nice little. Nice little raffle, nice little drawing. So if you want to go to our Telegram and just click participate under Randy, that's how we used to do it back in the day. Um, and we would uh, let Randy pick the winner. It's easy. Just click participate in our Telegram. But, hey, Mayor, come up here. Come up here, Mayor. Reminisce the good old days. Yeah, and- Mayor, Mayor's the late night uh, spaces specialist, I feel like, for Cosmos. He is. Definitely. This is way better than a conspiracy room that I used to go to. I, I don't feel like the world's going to end. And I hold up, hold up. Let me get open eyes. I'll invite. I'll send an invite to open eyes. I'll get open eyes in here. I, only the Terra OGs know open eyes. What? <laughs> what the hell, dude? If you want to, you want to talk about conspiracy space. You've never been in a space with open eyes. No. Who is that? Oh my god, dude! Next time he's in Bro. a space, we're gonna we're gonna raid it. We're gonna raid an open eye space. Like Is I can't like- tell the guy's either the guy's either batshit crazy and needs some help, or he's absolutely right and we're all fucking doomed. There's like no in between in my mind. There's no in between. Mayor, what's up, Mayor? You know who open eyes is? No, I do not. No, um, I've been enjoying the. Enjoying the space. I have been getting to know some of the the lunk validators, though, um, just with this week's events with uh, our friend Jacob, because um, the, he was doing a couple big spaces with them. So anyways, getting to know more of the, the Luna Classic um, validating crew. Anyways, congratulations. What do you mean crew? There's only one. <laughs> no, there's... Getting getting to know all nodes on a personal level. Yeah, um, there's some interesting interesting personalities there. But anyways, congratulations. Um, I I myself am uh, going back and reminiscing about uh, January and February of 2022, and um, just looking at some of the prices on the charts. And I think Osmosis was like around what. Osmo was at $9 or something like that. I'm pretty sure that's when I first got in. You also had a secret ape for a long time. Yeah, I brought it back out for tonight. Does- and we also, we also, uh, we were a catalyst behind a major wash trade one night on late night spaces. I think so. Oh, just a lot of good memories. It's, it's been, um, 
let's, I mean, I think we all know 2022, um, was like a roller coaster, and, um, just, just from what happened from, you know, end of January to May of 2022 was, was crazy. Um, and then after, you know, the DPEG and then the summer of 2022, and then, you know, the, the final amazing ride, um, there with, uh, the launch of Joe chain and, um, FTX and all that, 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 that weekend. That's what you, that's what you remember from 2022. <laughs> uh, Joe, there, there's some things that, um, I'm trying to not remember, but, um, <laughs> they're, they're going to be tough to not remember, but there's lots of different memories for sure. I think, I think tricky wins the NFT version of a death pool for the year 2022. Look at his PFP. He he's kept he's it the had, same. He's had that for a year. Everyone right now should ch- put in like a hundred dollars into a uh, into a wallet, and we should all switch our PFP to whichever NFT we think is going to be the biggest rug pull of twenty twenty three. to win the money, we have to keep it the whole year. That's basically what Tricky did. Wait, wait a second. Oh, okay. Yeah, he he kept he kept. The secret ape as his PFP for the whole year. He modified for, it though with the for better or for, for better or for worse. And I think, I mean, everyone should pick one, and whichever NFT is the biggest rug pull, they win all the money. I think though, so, like so in, in just, his just, defense, just this is only the second time he's logged into Twitter in in the last year or so. Oh, he probably doesn't know that they run. Wasn't uh, speaking of like dead pools. I can't remember who it was, but wasn't there like a twenty million dollar bet on the price of Luna in a year or something just before it depegged? Oh yeah, between Doe and and someone, and uh, it's like there's like a bit. It's oh like yeah, a trader or um, Kobe or someone's the escrow wallet holding that. Oh god, that's what he would like you to think. Yeah, I know what Kobe did with it. Who's, whose mind's going to be blown if in the next eight months Luna gets back up to $89 and Doe wins that fucking bet? Oh my god, that would, that would blow my mind. It went all the way down to seven zeros and then somehow all the way back up to $89 and he wins the bet. Don't fade the redemption arc. That's all I'm saying. That's the kind of redemption arc I need on this uh, poker table right now. I'm getting slaughtered. I should get off. I want to go look at my raccoon NFT that I bought. I'm looking at all these profiles with their raccoons, and I think I'm going to go look at my. I got two of them. I bought two of them. So can you imagine how high I'm going to get rugged? Can you imagine how high the floor price would be if they fucking spelled raccoon correctly? This guy. This guy. Joe, I thought you were going out to dinner with uh, some old uh, friends. I, I I came back already. Yeah, so you went out to dinner, and now you're back playing online poker. No, it was with my second grade teacher. Yeah, yeah, that was so. Like, I'm back. It was at like four o'clock. You're okay. playing poker with your second grade teacher. That's pretty <laughs> no. dope. He went out to dinner. So I yeah, eighty year olds go out to dinner at four o'clock. I forgot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, Joe. This. Oh year's... my God, my ex boyfriend liked to eat dinner at five o'clock, five thirty. We were always at the like the first. But you know what? The upside to that is you get like the most fresh food, 
and you get the best service and you're out of there before it gets all slammed. But who wants to eat? Anyway, we broke up. I had eight years of that and and, and I just never want to eat dinner at five o'clock ever again. Guys, I got rugged. Was it the, the dinner time that, that pushed you over the edge? Like five to eat one more no, dinner at five. This is was, over. I'm done. Feet slamming into my feet because he was tall. And in Southern California, you know, you don't really wear close toe shoes except maybe like one month out of the year. And it's just his feet would always slam on my toes all the time. And God forbid he had a couple beers because then they really would slam on my toes. And so it's just after that, I'm like, I'm never going to date a guy that's taller than five foot nine. That is my rule. And I know most women want tall men, but dude. I'm barely five feet tall. Oh my god, I don't need squid, you're in. that I have to climb. Hey, up hey, on. hey, I got rugged there. Um, are we now talking about why the name Sandy Toes isn't named Sandy Toes? Or what's going on? So we were talking about eating uh, dinner early, and then they asked, you know, and, and I said that my ex used to want to eat dinner at like like the moment dinner was served at these restaurants. We were always like there at five or five thirty. And um and, and I just got sick of that. And then they asked me if I broke up with him because we ate dinner early. And I said, no, it's because he used to slam into my toes all the time. Oh, okay, okay. I thought we were talking about why your name is Sandy Toes. Oh, okay. No, I'm Sandy Toes because I live at the beach. I'm in Orange County. And this is like the mecca of plastic surgery and materialistic pieces of shit who think that just because they have a Range Rover, they don't have to stop at stop signs. And God forbid they're blonde. That it's like, if you see a blonde and a Range Rover at a stop sign, even if it's your right away, don't go. Because they don't care. They have so much insurance and their rich husbands will just buy them a new car. So I'm Sandy Toes to let everybody know that my toes are sandy. I'm at the beach. I'm humble. My feet are in the ground. And I'm never going to act like those people in the Range Rovers. Would you would you get a Range Rover though? Would you get a Range Rover just to piss off those crazy blonde hair? No, it, it's a status symbol. None of these Range Rovers ever have mud on them. They get detailed every week. A Range Rover is supposed to be driven like in the snow or you know off the road, and it's supposed to be like a used vehicle for like you know rough riding. But in Southern mm. California, Audis and Range Rovers are status symbols. What would you drive? Okay, so what are you supposed to drive? You think? Over there in Cali. The G-Wagon. A G-Wagon. Oh. I like to drive vintage cars. I like old Porsches. Okay, I used to have a 928S. That's what I like cruising around in. And you know what? That eight-cylinder car got better gas mileage than my six-cylinder Camry that I bought after that. Because it was just so tight. It was a small car. Very light. Oh, no, I I'm not going to live in Southern California after three more years. That's it. My time up here when my son's finished with high school, I'm out of here. I'm still going to stay in sunny areas, but maybe Florida, maybe Colombia, maybe Costa Rica. I don't know, but I, I, I just got to wrap it up in California. It's just the politics have gotten crazy and, 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 uh, and the crime is getting bad, too. There's just, you know, it's like you can't go to L.A. and walk in sidewalks anymore. And and uh, it's just it's just it's too much. It's convenient, but it's just too much. <laughs> hey hey, um, when I was gone, was um was Marlon speaking by any chance? Marlon's in the space now as a speaker. Marlon, are you there? 
Hey, hello. Hey, dude. What's up? <laughs> What's up, Gaines? Um, happy birthday, man. It's your one year birthday. Happy, happy, happy. <laughs> are you, are you, have, bro? Are you stoned right now, bro? No, it's not my birthday. Nah, surprisingly, I'm not. Uh, I just woke up, though. And yeah, been working on this website. It's like giving me a headache, but um, we're oh, pushing shit. through. But how are you doing, Gaines? Um, last time we talked was like, oh, months ago. Fuck, it's been a long time, dude. <laughs> It's been a long time. Yeah, you know, um, it's pretty crazy. You started mentioning like the secret apes and everything. It's like, uh, it's like some drama's going down over there. I don't know if you've seen it. It's pretty crazy. No, I left, <laughs> I left the server. I left the Discord server. Um, once I started realizing that the good morning tweets were just like a bot. Um, sometimes <laughs> I would sometimes I would reply to the fucking thing, dude. Hey, good morning. Oh, like, oh man, this guy's super nice. I, I always reply yeah, to that. Gates rage quick because he thought he was talking to a dude that was a bot. That's good. <laughs> That's so funny. Games, I, I have some games. Those OnlyFans girls, they're bots too, dude. Either that or they're like it's like a Filipino man. So just you know, just looking out for you. <laughs> Thank you, man. Oh my god, why should I know so that? specific? That was so oddly specific. Do you is there something you want to tell us, homie? No, but I don't know if you guys were in that space when I was talking about um something related to that subject. Uh yeah, I, I I'll save it for another time. Well it's it's not me. It doesn't have to do anything with me, but it, it's it's my buddy. It's my buddy man from work. Crazy story. <laughs> Probably save it for one of those non-recorded spaces, I think. I think it's best that we do. Yeah, I think it's best. But hey, Barlin, nah, nice nice uh, talking to you again, dude. I know it's been a long time, and uh, it was cool to cool to meet up in person down in Texas. That was badass. And the shirts that you did for us were, were nice. Uh, yeah, I appreciate that. I see, like, the whole gang is here. I'm surprised they're not up here speaking. Uh, Haas, Clay... Um, tricky. I believe I saw him here earlier, but hey, Mayor. Also, I know he's like OG. Never really got to talk to him, but OG, OG members here. Um, yeah, man. Uh, hopefully, the Central too. Maybe. I don't know if they're announcing it, but um, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. We'll see each other there if anything. And they got a Cosmoverse in uh, Turkey this time. That was a bit of a bummer. I was hoping DR. I was like, okay, I could make a trip to DR, but Turkey, man, I don't even know what they speak over there. Turkey, Turkish, I think. Turkish, it's Turkish. But you know what? I bet you there's gonna be a lot of Farsi speaking people there because that's holy shit. I was totally just joking. That's that's awesome. I was actually right. I was totally just kidding. I was waiting for someone to gobble gobble, but I guess it's too early for that. They they speak Turkish over there. Um, um, Gaines, I know you released those uh those squids. I saw them and I was like, wait, is this like official like uh Cosmo Spaces? Like, can you tell me behind that? Because I know you always wanted to do an NFT collection, bro. Guess what? I didn't. I this was not my idea. It was Fruit's idea. You see that little squid with the 
the the shades, the yellow one, the gold shiny one, the one that's like bald. Yeah, that's that's true. Was was he supposed to be at a at the? Is he the one that we missed out that I was like supposed to make an extra shirt for? No, 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 no. Wait, uh, okay. Wait. Yeah. What? Oh, dude. Yeah. Uh, Marlon was just asking about the squids. Yeah. Like, like, how did that come about? Like, uh, like, like, how did that partnership with at least like Yumi, where y'all like, oh, hey, like, how did that happen? Uh, well, I was kind of like just doing research for them because we were doing an AMA for like the Cosmos Spaces team, and when I was like re- going through like all their docs, they had this like kind of cool little mascot and um i was i would copy paste later here we are (laughs) (laughs) uh and so like yeah i was interested in like learning how to do an nft collection um and just like you know use the cli or like stargate studio and like go through all that shit plus i'm like uh i code in python and so I was just kind of started fucking around with building like a uh, like a Python script to like you know generate my layers and shit like that, kind of like as like a fun side project. And then after we were done the AMA, I kind of reached out to them and I was or like the, into our like little Umi chat and I was like, "Yo, do you guys care if I like launch this like NFT collection with your guys's like mascot as like a you know a like a." a way to kind of like bridge two communities together or whatever. And they were like, well, we were actually like thinking of doing an NFT collection on our own, but we really like what you guys put together. So how about you just, you guys just do it. <laughs> and so, yeah, they kind of gave us their blessing to to move forward. And uh, yeah, I guess that's kind of where it went. I was, I was actually pretty, pretty excited how, uh, how the response was. So we got, we got some things planned. Um, slow going because as I, I like i said i'm not really like a a programmer as far as like you know rust or any of that shit but i i've been making some connections and uh there's there's some things that Gaines and i have got planned so um i appreciate all of the the response that the collection had it's a little overwhelming but i'm kind of trying to figure out what we're going to do next and uh yeah i think you guys will be pleasantly surprised awesome yeah uh i saw it and i was like I don't know. I don't know if I should like buy into it because I didn't buy it. Like, like shame on me. But I was like, I don't know how much of this is like uh, marketing. Are they really behind it, or is this like kind of just like, oh, let's help them out? I don't know. I was like, I had a. I was like, it's not carbon. I know if it was carbon, gains will be on it, and I'm surprised carbon hasn't. Yeah, haven't reached out to carbon. <laughs> and uh, most of these communities, like most of these chains, will also like. Like if you hit them up with like an offer, like oh, we'll probably make you an NFT collection, they'll like endorse it. So that's like probably a good pointer for anybody else watching these chains. And a little little known fact: uh, Ruth's last name is Squidman, so that's why we got the the name Squid. Uh, that's where we got the name Squid. Ruth Squidman. That's that's hard. I like that. <laughs> sounds like a Simpsons character, bro. <laughs> No, it's actually worse. My last name is Burns, so you can imagine all the Simpson memes oh, that I fucking shit. had my entire <laughs> life. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding, Trude. Damn it. You should have stuck with it, bro. Damn it. What's going on, Tank? What's up, bro? <coughs> Oops. 
Fuck, excuse me. <laughs> you caught me right in the middle of that fucking hit. <coughs> Happy fucking just, birthday. Damn. Did you just blow <laughs> the bong water all over the place? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> bro. Fuck. Oh, my God. Caught me right in the middle of that son of a bitch. Uh, happy, no, I just wanted to <laughs> stop in and say happy birthday, man. Walking my dog and shit. We appreciate it, bro. We <laughs> Smoking weed. <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. I, I, I didn't want, I didn't want to, yeah, I'm sorry, dude. You didn't have to talk. You could have. No, just- you're all good. You're all good. I thought I had a moment, though. I was like, oh, I'm going to fucking hit, take this shit right now. No, no, I just wanted to stop in real quick and uh, I was spending time with the family, snuck out. Try to get you know a little high and walk the dog and peep on here real quick and show my respects to the greatest crew ever. Everybody involved, everybody here, you guys are all the shit. I was listening to Mayor talk about the past year. I don't give a fuck, dude. The past year was great. Fuck everything. I made some made some great friends. I don't give a shit. I feel you, bro. I feel you. You sounded like Jake right there. Did I? Oh fuck. <laughs> This is like, I guess, it's guess a compliment. Oh, for sure. He's the only guy that drops more f bombs than me. Oh, dude, when I get high, I, I fucking that's all I do is swear. So now that this, we know that that this next Cosmoverse is going to be in Turkey, we one hundred percent need to do something in the states because because fuck that. Well, I'm probably going to Manekiverse. Manekiverse. Bro, oh shit. Yes. I've actually, I've actually been looking up uh, a lot of different uh, venues in uh, Nashville, Tennessee. And it could be other places, but I've been, obviously, because I'm here. Uh, I've been looking Nashville. up. Yeah, I've been looking up a lot. And actually, we're working on that. But it's, it's more like a reunion, is what I'm looking to do. Not like, you know, man, I looked up, dude. I'm not trying to dog it or whatever. It's what I'm, I'm at this point now. After the news came out that it was going to be in Turkey, I was like, man. And I started getting all pissy about it. But now I'm like kind of over it. But man, I looked it up, dude, from where I live, anywhere, like basically anywhere in the United States, it would cost you about a grand to fly round trip, then to book your hotels. Like you're out two grand just to probably go there. I'm like, holy fuck. Oh, oh just, just a thousand. During a bear market. That must be really rough. Imagine like two and a half, three thousand return and just flights. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Fuck all that. I, I am also, Guys, I, I am and, also and flying like most of the way around the world wherever I go that's not like poor Asia. So um, you know, I like <laughs> I know that people like to call Turkey Asia, like pull your double digits out of your bum. It's definitely more Europe than Asia. Okay, like that's a stretch, all right. Asia for Australians is like, you know, we're talking India, past that you're pushing it, okay? Japan, China. Bro, that's I was, like was going to say, where does Asia stop and Europe start? <laughs> that's 12,000 clicks. 12,434 kilometers for you. That's so far. But that, that's the same. We could always dip you. Like, it's 9,000 k's from America. Like, Europe's really far. If it was in, like, actual Asia and, you know, uh, you know Thailand, um, Japan, you know, et cetera, that's a lot more accessible, but then it's like not quite as accessible for Europeans and Americans. Right? What about I mean, Hawaii? What about Hawaii, Rama? Let's Hawaii just fucking like do Hawaii. Hours, I think. There we go, buddy. Same for everybody in the States. But let's it, do it's it. got to be like a, it's got to be. Yeah, like that's only five. Yeah. Hub though, right? Like you can't just be like, hey, let's go and sit on the beaches on Hawaii. Like you want to try and. No, get, dude, fuck all that. You, I got family back like home. A, we could all get high, dude. And, uh, I'm with this guy. Let's go to Hawaii to his we, we family's house and get high. <laughs> it doesn't need to be a conference. Just organize a holiday. 
Yeah, yeah but if it's a conference, but check it. If it's a conference, we can get the community fund to pay for it. Huh? Well, dude, that's you just gotta slap a name on it. That's what Jake was saying in the other day. Like he has like a fucking tweaker warehouse or some shit in San Francisco that we would hold it at and just fucking party down. TweakerCon twenty twenty three. There's there's a legit spot in a. There's two oh, sure lines. I'm not gonna do that. Lufthansa, maybe, but I heard that like Emirates is like a good flight. And by the way, those people in India and the Middle East, you know, they, they need a break. We can't have everything be in the Western Hemisphere. This is remember, it's the crypto supposed to be global, and we 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 you know it's it's kind of good they did that. So stop shitting on Istanbul. Well, like it was oh, I'm not shitting like on the on the place. There. I'm shitting. I on the prefer travel. to call it Constantinople. Rama, well, yeah, I didn't mean fight. the country. I, I meant the fact that it's being held there. So let, let me correct myself. <laughs> we want to talk in Istanbul. Uh, just not my my best preference for an Asian uh, cosmos. You know. But I wish it was in Japan. I would have loved that. I went to Japan or Korea. Why don't they? They should have it like in Korea or Japan. That South would be Korea, awesome. yeah, South Korea yeah. where it should have been, right? Because you already did Europe two years ago. Turkey's basically Europe. I think last year was a great spot um, from everything that I hear. Uh, this year, like South Korea, they would have absolutely nailed it. Like massive market there um, in terms of the current ecosystem. And, you know, boots on the ground there just to really drive that home is probably huge. Bro, the only way I'm going to South Korea or fucking Japan is if it comes with tickets to K-pop and we fund some fucking BTS or some weird shit like that because I'm going to fucking totally fanboy out and do all that Asian fucking weird shit. I don't know what it's called, but I'm going to do the fucking whole hair color thing and the weirdness. I'm doing it all. I want to I wanna go see a fucking K-pop show. That's definitely the capital of weirdness over there. One of my, I'm not going to call him a friend, somebody who I know, he said that he went to Japan and they have these bars there where you can get breast milk. Now that's weird. Fuck that's, yeah, that's, I'm that's, there. That's I'm fucking shit. there. They, I was in Japan for like a week, and I, we were like walking down this block with all these stores, and they had a like an electronic store, and you know all the TVs are on, and like I would say eighty percent of them were just on different porn networks, just in. Most of them were facing the front window of the store. Was, Japan is just like another place. It really is. I've been to Japan several times. It's literally one of my favorite countries ever in the world to visit. Their culture, incredible, incredibly smart, incredibly clean and safe cities. It's like snowboarding, amazing. The, the cities, amazing. The people, amazing. Like the best right. ser- customer service you've ever had in the entire world outside of maybe like Hawaii because I think they're also incredible. Hawaii is amazing. You want to know one of my dirty little secrets? Fuck, I'm going to say it to you guys anyway. When I get high, I like to watch on Netflix. It's this fucking uh, series. I think it's called Old Enough, and it's based in Japan, where they take little toddlers from their parents, and they film them going doing errands that their parents send them on. And, like, they have to run to, like, the store, like, that's two blocks away, and, like, they see if the kid makes it or not. Like, they're like, go get mommy some radishes. And they fucking give them some fucking money. And like they film them fucking up and like running back and forth through the streets, bro. Only in Japan can you film that kind of shit and make a fucking hit. Only in Japan, bro. We, we had that shit in LA. It was just called go to the store and get dead smokes. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't a game, but I mean, same. <laughs> hey, Tank, did you ever watch that Japanese game show where uh, 
Fuck yeah, like, dude. They ask them questions, and if they get it wrong, something comes out of the floor and hits the guy in the nuts. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, oh my god, I got triggered. When I was young, I was sent to go buy bread. Okay, and one time I went to the place to get the bread. This is in Tehran. And I guess he gave me bread that wasn't like cooked properly. And so my dad sent me back and he's like, you go tell him that this bread is from Mr. Bonagdar. And then he'll treat you right. So I was like, I went back, took the bread back. <laughs> And took the bread and they're like what do i know what's good bread i mean I, I don't even remember that i was in school yet so i must have been like five years old doing this errand and who the fuck sends their kid to the store to buy bread i mean fucking shit. asians <laughs> do there's a show on tv on that shit i'm not i'm not gonna lie guys uh get high go watch that show on netflix it's the best hey i gotta go back to the listener uh happy birthday everybody Peace, tank, peace. When I went to Japan, one of the most unforgettable experiences I had, my son was four years old at the time. So we went to this park where they had these zip lines and you had to wait in line to take your turn. And every kid gave up their turn so my son could go. I mean, their level of, and it wasn't like their mom and dad telling them, give up your turn and, you know, let, and I was like, holy cow. And my son remembered, he's like, like, you would never see that in the U.S., kids giving up their turn so some foreign kid could go. More likely, they'd give kids, like, go back to where the hell you came from. It's more like what they would sell them rather than giving up their turn. So my son learned so much about manners. Um, he forgot all of it. But at that time, that was just so unforgettable that they were so respectful to foreigners. You know, I, we got to go back to Japan again so we can remember all that. Wow. I mean, what? <laughs> Breast milk, guys? Really? Though? Really? I, I Are you know. still on that? You're, yeah, yeah. Like that you don't have to do that. It's optional. Um, there is a lot of other incredible things that you can do in Japan. Um, you can go go-karting through the streets. That's really fun. Um, there's lots of shops. Uh, they have incredible incredible games there's like an entire suburb dedicated to just like marketplaces and games uh and like vending machines that are all like game oriented it's incredible it's cool and the nightlife there is absolutely pumping it's so sick i i saw a lot of uh tommy lee jones billboards but rama do you want to go to cosmoverse in turkey we, we can make it happen it would be easy. We could just put you in a little shoebox and ship you on a like shipping container. You'd make it there in like twenty days. I w I would go to Cosmoverse if it wasn't in Turkey or like Europe or South America. If it was like it was like nine. That's kind of narrowing down the potential continents that this can be held on. Would you like a Cosmoverse Australia? That's what it sounds like. I, I think Australia would be a pretty terrible spot, right? We don't really have the population for it. Uh, I think people would come because of the destination even though if it was far away but you know somewhere like south korea japan um etc would be far better because there's really good population of crypto focused people there and uh, i think it's pretty accessible to most of the world whereas australia is like an extra nine hours flight which is unfair on everyone else what what's it cost to rent out the opera house there just ballpark mm, lots 
but you could get like a you can there's a couple of casinos well what's lots get. like millions yeah millions. like thousands what we, what's millions. lots really it doesn't matter cedo's just going to request community funds for it anyway so it doesn't matter what the what's well i just want to i just need a ballpark to put in my proposal that's that's all i'm saying um you'd be able to get like some really <laughs> nice venues in uh, like sydney melbourne or the gold coast which are like probably the three nicer places um for a pretty good price but australia is pretty expensive right so um just like the venue and the setup costs and that sort of stuff are pretty pricey anyway so it'd be far better off being in somewhere you know further north um that's you know like an actual hardcore asian country with better population south korea makes the most sense out of the places that you people have named i'm trying to i'm trying to come up like different ideas here so i can convince my wife that we need to go to turkey but I, I just haven't found one yet. One reason. I was going to just say, oh, God, they're making me go to Turkey and I have to go by myself. I'm really sorry. Uh, just I'll bring my phone, I guess. And that's that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. I have really bad news. They're forcing Bro. me to go to Turkey where I'll get free breakfast and coffee breaks every 15 minutes. And uh, maybe I'll be on the good side of one of these gigantic restaurant tabs that. I see come out of the community pool. She, she'll never let me go to Medellin ever in my life. You know, uh, you know, Liam told me that someone paid for him and his brother to go to uh, Colombia. Bro, you should go too. You should get. You should get paid to go. Do I take my brother or my wife? That's the question. Probably my brother. And I mean, depending on what you're smuggling, you know, you could get actual like aid and then some. Like you wouldn't have all your costs covered and everything. I'm bringing rolling papers. How, how deep? How deep's great. your prison purse? How deep's that prison purse of yours? Do they drink would... in Turkey? Yes, it, they do. Okay, but you have to be careful because. They're really strict with, you know, laws and things over there. So if you are going, it's not like Colombia. So yeah, that's the thing. Like if, if the cartel, yeah, you be careful. Yeah. Like if the cartel in Colombia takes you, like, it's just a matter of money. But if the fucking government takes you, like, you're just fucked, you know? I was looking online. It says they have uh, 14 million people in Istanbul. I probably wouldn't even notice the conference going on. I don't think we would get bothered. That's only 14 million legal. Imagine all the illegal. It's probably like triple that population, dude. Because, so, you know, that, so that's like a like, major uh, human trafficking area. Yeah. People escaping from Iran. One of my friends escaped on foot to get through, you know, get out of Iran. And she went through Turkey. Yeah, that, that, there's a lot going on in Turkey. So you're saying it's like half the size of New York City? She's saying half y'all ain't coming back. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna yeah, wake up in careful. a bathtub full of fucking ice. Do you guys have both your kidneys? I feel like I'm missing one. That poker they, game last night, huh? How do they pick these places? It's just like wherever so and so wants to be on vacation for that month. I mean, he's there now, so I mean, he's already like, I guess, scoping it out. I would imagine he's picked the venue and all that shit. Well, the good news is the prices are lower for airfare at the end of September and October. Right now is like the high season. So technically, we should be able to get our tickets for under 1000 if we're flying out of the U.S. 
When what's the currency exchange, lad? Are there any good arbs to be had here? Can, can you whip us up a bot fruit that'll just arb the Turkish dollar to it, our dollar? What way they use there? It's like nineteen to one, our favor basically. Uh, when we convert like a dollar, and uh, I'm not sure that uh, I'm not going to be seeing a lot of you guys when I get back because I am going to Turkey, and uh, I'm looking to have some fun. And I'm going to donate a kidney or two and party in Turkey. And I hope to see you guys at Junoverse uh, 2023 in San Francisco. And then uh, Cosmoverse 2024 in Baghdad. And Junoverse. <laughs> is, that, is that official? Wait, when's, when's, uh, when's Loomverse? I want to go to that one. We're coming for you, bro. I'm going to pick you up personally. Bit, bit, bit song verse might be the same weekend. Have have the plane scoop him up on the way, would you? Wawa verse, Wawa verse will be lit. That's what I heard. What's up, Ghostface? Why are you going to Turkey, Ghostface? For the Cosmoverse, he said, didn't he? Mm-mm. Okay, now this space is being recorded, so I'm not going to say what I was going to say. I was going to say there's opportunities to make my. Okay, I'm just going to tell you what happened to me. When I went to Iran in 97, they offered me $10,000 to marry somebody in paper so they could come out. So all you single people could make For 10K? For 10K? Shit. And I was like, I was like, dude, I would never risk my U.S. citizenship, not even for half a million dollars. Are you kidding me? No. Sign me up. Does it, do you got to be a chick to do it? They let dudes do it too? No, dude. Anybody, if you have a U.S. citizenship, that is so precious. People, you wouldn't risk your citizenship for that. No, I would. I would not. Yeah, you don't want to risk it because you know what? Immigration is so smart. I've had to go through immigration to become a U.S. citizen. Imagine nobody. I know you think all these government agencies are stupid, but you know who's not stupid is immigration. They fucking know what you're thinking before you're even thinking it. So don't ever. I'm a foreigner with U.S. immigration. I, I get it, but no, just uh, I just wonder what the government would do if they found out that like money was being rugged for parties. But anyway, I think we're all on they, the they, no they fly list now, so it. it's not an they issue. Want you to give them a part of it, and then you would you can go. <laughs> all about who you know. There's a reason he's there right now, making these relationships for y'all. <laughs> I feel like Maestro is going to come in here to talk shit about the immigration peeps. What's up, Maestro? Maestro? What's going on, guys? Have you guys fucking seen 90 Day Fiance? <laughs> yes. Well, That's what I'm those, everybody's fucking just, I mean, there's guys fucking dating 70-year-olds and this motherfucker's 20. You know he's paying her fucking $50,000 just to come here. Dude, that show is so fucking good. <laughs> it's like Fuck yeah, sign me up. My, I got a spare room. Uh, I got a spare room she can I live in. I would rather fucking jock call than to make love to a 70-year-old. No, you don't gotta consummate that shit. You just say you did. Sign the paper. Be on your way. That's all, dude. Immigration will ask you what color is her toothbrush. Like when you go for your interview, they, they want to make sure that's a legit marriage. They, they will ask you questions. I don't even you know that about my with, girl's yeah. toothbrush. I don't. Yeah. What the yeah. Fuck? <laughs> they make you like both. They make you both write it on a chalkboard and flip it around at the same time, like to see if you're lying. It's no, like that they, dating show. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they the make guy, you play. Exactly. The guys aren't going to know anything. The girls will know exactly everything. And the guy's like, uh, I don't know. She brushes her teeth. I don't know. 
That's how they know it's legit. I know someone that um, I used to work with him. He was from India, and uh, he uh, he married uh, one of the girls um, for you know uh, for papers, and he was I think he paid her like twenty thousand dollars. This is like fifteen years ago, and um, when he went to the for the interviews, he told me that you know like it was they would ask him like they would draw you know um, the 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 kitchen, and they would say okay. The stove is right here. Where is the microwave? And he had to point it out. Where is the where do you guys keep the knives? And when does the garbage come and pick up the garbage and stuff like that? Actually, bro, I became a citizen in uh, 2006. And the questions that they ask you are pretty asinine. Um, and there was a question asking who was the president of the United States uh, at that time and who the governor, governor of the, uh, the state was and uh, the branches of government. and I looked at the guy, I said, I played Jeopardy like quite often. And he's like, you probably mow more than me. And I'm like, welcome to the USA. Here we go. So yeah. Sam John through with the Swiss. I had to answer questions for my US citizenship. And this was back in the early 90s. And I'm like, I remember, I was like, dude, if they asked like regular American people these questions, they would all fail because they don't know who, you know, this and that is and what's going on with U.S. history and who's the first president and how many branches of government are. Like, come on, how many people actually know this stuff? But you better know it if you want to be a U.S. citizen. By the way, my dad, who was the person who brought us to this country, he, he never passed his U.S. citizenship. He only got a green card because his English was not strong enough. And it's just burned me up that the one person who brought all of us here could not get his U.S. And he loved this. And you know why we came to the U.S.? Because we were supposed to go to Germany where all my dad's brothers went. And I'm like, Dad, why'd we come to the U.S. instead of Germany? He's like, because the children of my children would never be accepted in Germany. But California, especially USA, they are not racist like that. They will be accepted. And that's why we came to the USA. Plus, we got sunshine. So I love my dad and what he did. May he rest in peace. Rest in peace, Bob. I, uh, I love how like so many of us uh, come from, you know, our, our history comes from other countries. Like, uh, you know, I'm an Australian, but my, my grandparents uh, both migrated to Australia. So my grandmother was from England and my grandfather was from Hungary. So on one side. And uh, yeah, it's like, you know, my parents were first born, uh, you know, Australians and, uh, and now myself and, and my children. So make sure always pass it down, pass down your history and, and your roots. And uh, my grandfather used to always tell me stories and write home to, to Hungary and keep in touch with people. And one day I want to fly there, take the family to Hungary and see if I can meet some, uh, some long lost relatives. They probably won't speak English, but maybe they will. Burma, why, why they uh, migrate to Australia? If you don't mind, just opportunity. Yeah, he was uh, he was like a young worker, and uh, you know, young young up and coming country, and caught a ship and uh, started a new life. I'm not sure on my grandmother's side, but that's my grandfather's reason. Cool. How about you, Ghost Face? How about me? What you said? Um, you said you weren't a citizen, right? Oh, no, I am a citizen. You try to let me grow over here. You try to get me in trouble. Nice try, dog. Nice try. <laughs> yeah, you like that? <laughs> Recorded spaces. Be careful. Showing up in my house. And guess what? They could have the ice. Nah, uh, yeah, I'm an immigrant. So. He still got the test on his refrigerator. You heard him read off all the questions. That's it, bro. 
Wow, but, he yeah. pulled that paper out and he started reading them off. Oh uh, yeah, they asked. Pulled the paper for 10, for ten G's, bro. It's in the bottom of Shea Stadium. Anyway, yeah, no. I yeah. knew I knew you came out here to bust chops to the Met fans or Met fan in here. I love it. That's all right, bro. No career, no party. Uh, but in all seriousness, I do have a question. Who is going to Cosmo Verse? I'm gonna try to go. It- Depend. <laughs> it depends That's on what true. my situation is like, but yeah, I, I would. I'm down. I'm kind of. I think I. I was too. I was still reeling from fucking Luna when the shoot. fucking. Can you not hear me? I I'm saying shoot until you just stop talking because I love you, bro. Because uh, we've been on so many spaces together. You're really gonna go out there like the way you feel about government, and you're gonna go out there. Uh, you can't yeah, drink, I, bro. I, You're not going to be able to have a beer, bro. I would feel relatively safe, I feel. You're going to disappear, man. Bro, what the hell? <laughs> You're scaring <laughs> me, Goldberg. Why are you saying this shit? I love Shreed, actually. I come fight Shreed. I'm fucking with you, bro. I think I actually probably have some Navy buddies that are in, like, that are out there that would maybe fly over and fucking just make it a reunion. So And be your security? On your on your journey, um, prob- probably. <laughs> Please, how many wait. how many ways are these folks getting paid out there? I want to know what the budget is this time for the concert and the dance. Double, easily double, easily double, and the dancer. Can you imagine Truth's buddies, two dancers, dressed up as Navy men, and he's like the the, the little squid in the middle. Oh yeah, the YMCA, <laughs> the the little squid. Oh. I'm just- do we know the exact dates for Cosmo first yet? Or is it just going to be like early October, most likely? No exact date yet. Even though we don't have exact dates, I know I'll probably be watching it on Omniflix that day from my house. But will the stream be good, though? Depends how much we pay that, that, that AV guy. Well, and I bet they learned a lot from setting it up the the first time so I, I would assume those guys are pretty smart they they would have a, a pretty decent i think what it comes down to then is just like their uh how accessible is high bandwidth uh, I think they, they hire a local company to do it and i'm just scrolling through the uh participants before i say what i'm about to say uh okay the participants in this space right now are on the list yeah, yeah. so what i heard Oh, the reason why the budget was so high, should I even fucking say this? Hold on. Yeah, fuck it. Um, like a week, they had it all set up months ahead of time, and then a week before Cosmo first, whatever, whatever company was involved said, yeah, we ain't doing it unless you tack on another 200K, and that's what happened. Oh, damn. That, that's what I heard. Secondhand information, not firsthand information. Yeah, and that 200K went to loop. the smell where's robo the smell yeah where is robo he woke he woke up for this why doesn't he come up here and shit talk with us um welcome to come up here anybody you don't have to raise up your hand maestro please i I woke up from one of his 15 alarms that he set himself joined as listener put his mic his, his speaker on as low as it could possibly be and your man's having a nice little snooze right now because he went to bed pretty late. Right back Dude, to bed. You know what's so funny yeah. is 
I'll do that for some of the rack FM spaces. Cause like, I'll usually wake up. My first alarm will go off. I'll hit, I'll fucking join the space. I'll hit snooze. And then I'll get paranoid. Cause I turn the sound down real low and just like, let it sit next to my bed while the snooze is going off. Motherfucker. I do and that then, as host like, on like... 99.9% of rug FMs. Like get out of here with that. <laughs> um, real quick. I know that, um, I'm gonna have to uh, cut it short. I know today, uh, we are celebrating the uh, Cosmos Spaces fucking one year. And um, I just want to, you know, say thank you, Little Gains. Um, because of you, I fucking, I've met a lot of you guys, uh, you know, um, just a lot of people. And I'm still meeting a lot of people. I remember when you reached out to me and um, um, you uh, asked me if I spoke Spanish and you had, um, you know, the, the Spanish uh, spaces on Sundays. And I was fucking, I was stoked, you know, I was so happy to, you know, talk to somebody else about crypto and, and, um, you know, just fucking keep going, man. Um, I, I mean, this is the real fucking community right here, you know? No, I don't need to cut it short, bro. You can just chill up here. This is what it's all about. Well, I, I gotta give my oh, kids yeah. a bath, um, and they're little, so I gotta, I gotta be there with them and they're fucking loud and they start screaming and. They don't like the water in the face, so they'll probably cry. And yeah, yeah, it's yeah. So, um, thanks, Maestro. Thanks, bro. You're community. a great dad. You give your your kids a bath. Oh, you're a great dad. Man, I want to be Sandy's husband. Man, that's some pretty pretty low standards, but I, I'm in. Dude. Well, my yeah, my wife works. Mom. She might be too tall. <laughs> well, Damn, my yeah. might be too tall. Too tall. <laughs> The squid, do you bought your kids? Maybe you could uh, meet the criteria. Um, well, my, my wife is at work, so I have to feed them. I have to do everything by myself. I'm, um, I'm yeah, so you know, it's uh, it's a teamwork. What, what, what do you cook? I know you got to go, but like, what what do you feed your kids? Come on, tell me something. Uh, well, uh, today we made a homemade pizza. I went to uh, Trader Joe's. It's a um, organic store, and we bought the dough. So we all did it together and I got the sauce and we added a bunch of cheese and, and, uh, that's what we had today. Uh, some days I, I'll cook, um, chicken soup or, you know, they love macaroni and cheese. Um, um, my wife made birria a couple of days ago. So we had birria leftovers. Uh, we do a lot of homemade cooking. Good. You were there watching them so they don't pick their nose and cook, right? You just watched over that. Yeah. They were eating all the, the cheese and all that, but it's, it's, it's good. Cause I'll get to take a lot of pictures and videos and then I'll show them, you know, when they're older. Hey bro, I'm pulling up, uh, to your city, like in two and a half weeks and I'm going to hit you up. Hey, you're still in Frisco in San Francisco. I left, uh, Thursday. Okay. Yeah, man. When you uh, come out this way, man, let me know so we can hang out. Yeah. We'll tear the body all up. All right, guys. Peace. Have a good night. Peace, maestro. Later, See you later, man. Jump in and we're still on. Welcome to jump in, dude. But um, by the, by the way, I just want to say one thing about Istanbul. It's like the only place in the world where you can swim between continents, right? Like if you have, if you like, look up stuff about that, and and they got some nice. You got to drive for about an hour or forty minutes, but they, they got like three different places you can swim in, like the Marmara Sea or uh, what? What is that other place? Um, anyway, there's like. It's like three different bodies of water that you could swim in. And and they've seen an inflation, like ridiculous inflation. So people are hitting the beaches for their holidays because they can't afford to do anything else. They got these 
staycations going on, just like the rest of the world. So their economy has taken a hit the past uh, recently. So it'll be interesting to see. Cosmo Earth is going to help them come back to life. I'm going to set my uh, Tinder location to uh, Istanbul right now and start laying the, laying the groundwork, you know, play the long game. Yeah, I was looking at hotels. Be careful with that, too. Of course, Root. Are you so you're you're gonna go then, right? True. That's a yes. Okay, that's a yes. Who else is gonna I, set up their tender locations too? I mean, I think to, I'm a I think I'm a strong yes. Like I, I mean, obviously, I have to see. Like I mean, fuck if uh, if we go down another like fucking ninety percent from here, like probably not. But you know, if things are bite your tongue. That's not happening. Bite your tongue. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I think I'm a strong yes. I kind of feel I feel bad that I didn't go to fucking Colombia because I. Like Colombia was like one of my favorite fucking places that I went when I was in the Navy. Um, so yeah, I was pretty pretty bummed. Uh, so yeah, I, I don't think I want to miss this. And kind of like what Jake was saying, like he thought fucking Colombia was gonna suck, but Colombia was pretty cool. So like, despite the fact that like maybe our initial thoughts right now are like, eh, Turkey, um, I think it'll probably still be fun. I I don't know. We'll see. I'm also planning on going to like East Denver, but that's also like an hour fucking flight from where I'm at right now. So I think that'll be fun. I see a Mandau came up. It's, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, it's she's gonna be the first, it, you know, the first Cosmo fucking not from Twitter will be the first person that I actually meet IRL will probably be Amanda at fucking Woo, let's go. East Denver. Yeah. I'm so excited. Hey guys, what's up? Oh, hey, a female voice joined the room. Hallelujah. Woo! Hello. I will always be a female voice in this sea of men. That's what Cosmoverse was, but you know what? It was fun. So, yeah, true. I'm super excited. Is like, if we can meet up in East Denver, that would be amazing. And then, of course, Cosmoverse. Who's that from? I'm driving. Sorry, guys. Drive safe, Amanda. Drive wow. safe. Wow. You guys, it's going to be like the double tree is only $66. You know, the, the, it's like deal, like they got a good deal. Like you could stay at like American brand hotels. The Grand Hyatt in Istanbul is 184. Yeah, I'm definitely going to plan this trip. It's going to be great. And uh, and I'm going to feel like if you take too. the trouble and if you go through all that trouble to go to like a foreign country and then stay at like a Marriott, <laughs> I mean, that kind of like ruins the experience. No, don't no, it? No, you got to no, go no, find no, like a nice, no, no, go find no, a no. nice local hostel, go rub elbows with, with the neighbors. No, no, Dude, no, local I'll, hostel, I'll you're just looking to get fucking woken up in that tub of ice with fucking your liver and your fucking kidneys missing. You gotta right. experience That's what right. the culture has to offer while you're there, you know? Take a couple a couple rips off the hashish, go see the sites, you know? Yeah, oh, definitely hiring do all the definitely thing. hiring uh foreign security now. My, I, yeah. I will I'll fly you my buddies money. in from fucking Bahrain or whatever. Fucking you, fuck that. You have the money for it. Actually my question is this. So if ETH being as small as they are, or like in Denver. And then Cosmos, being as big as they are, are in Istanbul. Like, what's that say? On that note, I love you guys. Talk with you later. Bye. Oh my. Later, God. my man. I think I think ETH Denver is just like a thing they do every year in the states. I don't know that it's like the official ETH conference. I think they had it like last year too. So I I, I think it's just a yearly thing. I don't think it's the you know the big ETH conference because isn't. 
It's the one, the one Charles has, right? That's where that's the, the one Charles puts on. I don't know. Where was the conference where like fucking uh uh God, what's his name? What's the founder of Ethereum? Jesus. Vitalik. Charles. Vitalik. Charles, yeah. Where, Charles what, what conference is Denver? He at? <laughs> it was at Denver. <laughs> What conference was he at where his like penis was showing with that girl? Whoa, whoa. Was that at a conference? Where he had his like fucking rocket hanging out? <laughs> Dude, Fed, you don't know what he's talking about, bro? That was like the most No, I know, but that was like, that was photoshopped, wasn't it? You tell no. me that was real. Guys no, pay more like attention that. to dick pics than girls do. This is you like know? a known fact. Yeah, shoot. <laughs> why do you pay shoot? Why are you paying such close attention to these dick because pics, I'm bro? Pretty What's sure, up? Because I'm pretty sure when that photo went around, I longed ETH and made like fucking 20% on my fucking leverage yes. position. Yes. That shit was fun. That wasn't the only thing that was long, you know what I'm saying? Wow. Hey. I'm pretty sure it was Photoshop, though, bro. Come on. Longer than the long schlong Kongs, guys. <laughs> yeah, dude, Vitalik was the Gee. original long schlong Kong. The other thing Damn, I missed opportunity. Guys are sensitive about their height. Like, my ex boyfriend, no matter what party we went to, he would look around and go, I'm the tallest guy in this room. Or, like, there's only one other guy who's taller than I. And I was like, no, that's weird. No, none, not all of us do that. That's a very rare trait. That. Yeah, that's that's not that doesn't really happen. I'm like, oh, Brad Pitt. Yeah, he's like, that's a no. He's a really short dude, right? He's really short. That's a weird compensation thing. Like, did they also drive a really big truck? Like, what? That doesn't just mean it's not a big thing. Guys in general don't care about height because you know I never thought it was a thing, but. After eight years with a guy who told me every party we went to, he's the tallest dude in the room. I'm like, okay, this must be important. And if he if out. he wasn't, if he wasn't, would he like get a step stool or would he just leave the room or make everybody else leave the room? Like what I'm curious what, what happens was, after that. He was six foot two. Okay, so he was six foot two. He would like literally count how many other people were taller than him no matter where we went I, I i don't know what that was needless to say the relationship did not work dude i remember there was like a ticky tock that i came across and it's like the statistics are like the percentage of guys in the world that are above 510 that make over a hundred thousand dollars a year is like less than like fucking one percent of the entire population. Hey. Then you have to factor in like, are they attractive, <laughs> or, and are they pieces of shit? And you get down to probably like microscopic levels of people that meet like those those criteria. So I think I think fucking the Disney uh, the Disney franchise has ruined the expectations of uh, men for women uh, because guess what? You ain't gonna find that, honey. Uh, Anyway, Dude, it was a really funny video. Trying to find a guy who has less personal products than I do in his bathroom, <laughs> or you know, doesn't wear makeup. It's it's like, come on, it, 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 you know. Or, or, do you live or, in California uh, or something? Because that's fucking weird. Yeah, that's what I'm in California. Okay. I'm in Southern California. Exactly. Okay, I need it. to get the hell out of here. Dude, it's so funny. Like any girl that like has like been over to my place, like will always be like. You don't have any fucking like products. They're like, why is your skin so good? And I'm like, I don't know. I just fucking shower with my body wash. And like, it's, yeah. So I, I don't understand guys with fucking 
products and shit. I mean, maybe some hair shit, but like, that's about it. And even that ever since COVID, I don't think I've fucking put anything in my hair. Uh, like I just stopped caring. Like I used to never get caught dead going out to the grocery store and like fucking sweatpants. And now I'm just like, I don't know, maybe it's an age thing too. Now I'm just like, no, dude, you, do you guys like remember pre-COVID when everybody cared about stuff? <laughs> Let's see. Do I put on my work sweats or my not work sweats? Hmm. A lot of guys grew their hair long. They stopped shaving. And you know what? It kind of looked Oh, yeah, good. dude. It kind of yeah, looked that's, good. Like, I, I always had like a, I always did a high and tight just from when I was in the Navy. It's just, it was just the easiest thing, you know? Give me a fucking one and a half faded up on the sides. And now my hair is like down to my fucking shoulders because it's just like, I don't know. It's just, it's easier to not go get my hair cut now. <laughs> it's easier to not care. I, I, I feel that. I feel that in my soul. I will say, though, like the whole, like seeing my hair, like at the bottom of the drain in the shower, it, it was definitely concerning for a while. But then when I did go get my hair cut one time, they were like, uh, it was like a girl whose hair was like fucking super long. And I asked her about it. And she's like, oh, that's fine. She's like, you usually lose like, you know, anywhere from like 50 to 100 hairs a day. She's like, you're oh, just, bro. Like, just wait till you get older. That shit's going to start It get to a point where it actually clogs the drain. You'd be like, was that my hair? Or is that your hair? Oh, fuck. That's my hair. Because I'm missing a bunch now right on the old top. It's going to happen, bud. I have started uh, recently, though. Uh, I, I kind of. I appreciate tucking the hair behind the ears, but it's been pretty windy here uh, in the winter. And so I'm bringing back the, uh, the fucking headband. Um, like the, like the, Ooh, the bandana, the sweat band. Yeah. So the for, sweaty for Sally, holy fuck. Okay. Yeah. So for, for Halloween, what's uh, next leg warmers? Yeah. Oh. For Halloween, I can, I convinced this girl I was kind of seeing to be, Margot, and then I was the fucking uh, God. Oh my God, the wine is the wine and the weed is is hitting. I, what Ro, Robbie? Ro, 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 who's the other guy? Margot. Fucking... Margot Robbie. Yep. Mar no, Margot and going. the other guy from Royal Tenenbaums. Jesus Christ. Bill man. Murray. No. <laughs> I don't know the other guy. He wore a headband, and I was him for Halloween. And ever since Halloween, I've been sporting a fucking headband when I go out in public. And it's pretty Simmons was the first person who wore that. Richard Simmons. <laughs> well, I'm not wearing the onesie. Um, just the headband. The original sweaty Sally was Richard Simmons. Mark that <laughs> down. Yo, dude, Richard Simmons should drop an NFT collection. I bet that shit would fucking sell out. We should drop one on his behalf. Hey, the, the Pussy Riots dropped their NFT collection on uh, on the object on Tezos. And they've sold over 500 uh, at like 10 Tezos a piece. It's, it's a fundraiser for Ukraine, but I, I got one. Hey, what's the thing I saw earlier about a bridge to Tezos and Cardano? Was that just like shit posting or is that some shit oh, that's that like being deployed? Yeah, no, no, that was just some crazy talk. Unless it's real. I don't know. Gains. Squid. Squid. Is he getting rugged? I wanted to talk to Gaines. Gaines, if you can hear us, give us a squid. Squid once if you can hear us and squid twice no, if you cannot. Ink once. <laughs> ink. <laughs> he can't hear us. He can. Yeah. He's giving us the thumbs down. Gaines, I want to talk to you. 
Thanks for checking out another episode of the Ether. That was part one of the two-part Cosmos Space, Spaces, Space, one-year anniversary, the IBC Gang Late Night Lounge, recorded on Saturday, January 28th, 2023. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. And if you want to keep listening, head on over to TerraSpaces.org slash donate and show some support now. Sneaking through back alleys on a little cosplay, Broadway all day, looking like the wrong way. Resuscitating major players in the waiting room, sifting through the paperwork while I be debating fools. Breaking rules, breaking bad, like we always wait for doom. Slayed a few in my early years, often hit the shroom. Sitting in the dark, waiting for the daily news to let us know what we should believe as the latest truth. Stay aloof, writing rhymes in the studio. Trying to keep it well lit like filming a movie role Sorting through support from your endorsements Of course we're tripping balls, handing reports in The latest proof ain't a way to move, change the view Just a bunch of pack of heads living in a chicken coop Picking at the dinner, finger licking like the plate is gizzle Kick it for a minute then show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Show me what that thing could do. Two plus two. Big thinking energy always gets the best of me. When I kick it in the lab, messing with new recipes. Gotta mix and match, flip the latch, letting rhythm scratch. No shit, spitting facts with my vision smash. Big trip aristocrats, dishing out a list of trash. Missing wisdom, this fish is too big to catch. Better let the missus know where you hit the stash. Watch your next step, bro, before you hit the traps. Walking on eggshells, tripping over landmines. And I'm about done dealing with these damn lies. Man, I'm looking at this planet like a franchise. Chastised into digging holes in the back nine. The latest proof ain't a way to move, change the view. Just a bunch of peck of heads living in a chicken coop. Picking at the dinner, finger licking like the plate is good. So kick it for a minute, then show me what that thing could do. Two plus two. Show me what that thing could do. Two plus two. Show me what that thing could do. Two plus two. Show me what that thing could do. Two plus two. Terror spaces.